Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay. I want to talk to you today about keeping your business and personal transactions segregated and completely separate. I have had many a clients that struggle with this one and may not necessarily see the problem with it. So I'm here to tell you the problem with it. Multiple problem with it, actually. For one thing, your bookkeepers and CPAs will thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you when you keep it separate. I cannot tell you as a bookkeeper how frustrating it can be to try to separate these things when trying to do bookkeeping. And when your CPA is trying to do your taxes, trying to get it separated to make sure they're distinguishing what's actually a business expense from a personal expense. And if you think that your bookkeepers and CPAs aren't charging you a premium, thinking, think again. We all have our quote, pain in the butt fee (laughs) for those clients that are just frustrating, that every time you think about opening your books, you get this sense of dread inside and think, oh no, I got to go look at that again. So just for that reason alone, keeping your bookkeepers and your CPAs happy, um, that goes a long way. And you will find that you'll you'll do better in negotiating with them when it comes time for them to raise prices. They may not want to raise prices. They may want to keep you as a client because you're so good and consistent and organized about keeping business and personal separate. So that's one reason. But aside from that, I want you to think about getting a letter from the IRS saying that you're getting audited and that feeling of panic or dread that you get seeing this letter. And if you have not been great about keeping your business and your personal stuff separate, it's going to be a bumpy ride. First of all, do you want to give the IRS any reason to look at any documentation that they don't need to be looking at? If your business stuff is completely separate from your personal stuff, they may not have any reason to look at any of your personal stuff. So keep it as separate as possible. Here's what the IRS auditor is probably going to do. They're going to ask you for all of your bank statements. Now, if all your personal stuff and business stuff is together, you're going to have to give personal and business bank statements. They're going to add up all of your deposits from every bank account, and they're going to compare that to what you claimed as income. If there's any discrepancy, which there probably will be if it's all commingled, they're going to ask you to prove why you shouldn't have paid taxes on all of those deposits. Now, if your personal stuff is commingled, you're going to have to explain the $100 birthday check from your grandmother. You're going to have to explain that $300 you got from your neighbor to reimburse you for sports tickets. Whatever it is that is thrown in your personal bank account, now you've got to go back and explain why you shouldn't have had to pay taxes on it. Now, the IRS can come audit you three years after the fact. Do you remember that $100 check that your grandmother gave you three years ago? Are you going to remember that? And if you can't prove why you shouldn't have paid taxes on that, guess what the IRS is going to do? 
they're going to charge you taxes on it. Not only taxes, they're going to charge you interest and penalties because you're three years late paying it now. So I highly advise keep it separate and keep good documentation, even on your personal stuff. If you own a business, especially if you have a pass-through entity, even with your personal deposits, keep those deposit slips right on there what they are. Even go so far, I do anyway. I may be a little overkill, but I like to scan those in or take a picture of them so I always have a permanent copy of what every deposit is for. Also, think about it from a legal standpoint. I'm not a lawyer or a CPA, so I will make that disclaimer right now. But there have been many instances where a judge has decided to, quote, pierce the corporate veil. You may have heard that terminology. What does piercing the corporate veil mean? It means essentially a judge has decided that the business owner or owners are personally liable for whatever punitive damages or um, whatever the case is involving, whatever the punishment is, that the, the owners are personally liable for that. Now, the whole reason that people get a limited liability or a corporation set up is to keep their own personal stuff separate from corporate in terms of liability. That's what that limited liability company is for, is to limit your liability. But if you co-mingle everything, if your personal and business is there's, there's blurry lines between it, a judge can decide, no, there really isn't an entity here. It's all one and the same, and you are personally liable for whatever those damages are. So for that reason, you want to make sure you keep everything very separate, very segregated, that there's very clear lines on what is business and what is personal. So that in the event you do get sued, you do get into legal issues, you can prove you've kept all of that very separate and that there actually is a legitimate entity that is completely separate from you personally. So for these reasons, I highly suggest keeping everything separate, keeping good documentation. I even, again, might be overkill, but if I go to Walmart, for example, it's not uncommon for business owners to purchase things for both personal and business. I highly recommend putting them on separate receipts and paying for your business stuff with a business credit card or business debit card or business check, making sure that is completely separate from all the things that you've purchased, purchased personally. And that even helps me at tax time to, to remember what I purchased as a business expense. Because if I put it in there with all of my personal stuff, am I going to remember when tax time comes that that item I purchased for my business is mixed in with some personal receipt that I bought with a personal credit card? Probably not going to remember. So separating that out helps me keep organized, keep it straight, and make sure that I actually do recognize that legitimate business expense. I hope this has been helpful to you. Next time, I want to talk about how to read an income statement. And I hope you guys will join me for that. Until next time, thank you so much. Bye-bye. By the Books is presented by Secline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Secline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit secline.com or email info at secline.com.
The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.